Welcome to the Geek Explorer Off-Topic Debrief. I'm John Williams, and I just nailed that the first time. And I'm Ben Robinson. We'll see if I do that. <laughs> uh, here we are <laughs> to uh, have our casual chat show on the off weeks. It is late at night. We are in the booth, and this is podcast number three for the night. This is some sort of record. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing a whole lot of podcasting, and we got another one for tomorrow, too. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's a podcast-heavy weekend. You know, I think the uh, the only other time we did multiple podcasts in one day, we did two episodes of our show, which is probably about the equivalent of this third episode here, because we go on for a while. And I remember my voice, like, started getting destroyed. Like, it, it was gone by the end of the episode. That was back in the old... Uh, Fort days before we had our booths. Yeah, I have I have hardened my voice because I don't talk that much. Like I'm not as big a talker as most people. So like most of the day, like I walk around being quiet. Yeah, and uh, I remember early on in the podcast, yeah, we, when we would do any sort of lengthy blab session, my voice would get fucked up. Uh huh. You know, I was kind of thinking about that tonight. I, I was almost hoping that my voice would stop to or start to go away. Like it, it was, it was fun when it happened that one time. I was like, yeah, I was fucking podcasting so much. I lost my voice, Yeah, but you never know these days. Somebody might go, you lost your voice. That's a symptom of a uh, COVID-19. Well, fuck. You're going to die, John. <laughs> um, so let's get right into it. We've got, we've got some trailers. We've got some rumors. We've got some, uh, just news. Yeah. Want me to take the lead? Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's start with trailers. All right. Yeah, I like trailers. There is a trailer that I just showed you. Um, in fact, there's two of them. But this one looks so fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I saw a little link for, like, Mel Gibson's Santa movie, you know, whatever. Like, check out the first trailer. I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Santa Claus 4? Yeah, no shit. Uh, it's a movie called Fat Man. And you're like, all right, that's interesting. Uh, Mel Gibson is not the filmmaker, and I should have made a note for the uh, for the actual director because that caught me off guard. Said the name, I did not recognize me it. either. Um, but this movie looks fucking hilarious. Watching the trailer, I literally like halfway, not even halfway through, like I started to smile and uh, could not stop smiling. Like I was just like, holy shit, this looks amazing i I've, i don't think i've ever been this excited for a christmas movie before yeah and like i I came around to watch it again because it, it's probably been a week since i saw it and your wife even commented that like you guys are both just sitting there grinning or smile i can't remember yeah. what she said but yeah it's i mean i imagine it's rated r did it have a rating on there if they put that trailer out and that movie's not rated fucking r i will be really upset yeah um it's got mel gibson as santa but he's a very I mean, it's, he's still Santa. He's got reindeer. He's got elves and, but it is fucking gritty. Yeah. He's and gruff dark, and, like realistic Santa. And he's all upset about how like smiley and fake the, uh, depiction of him is. Yeah. And, uh, he, it, it appears from the trailer that he gives this rich little shithead some coal and he probably deserved it. And this guy decides he wants to, uh, put a hit out on Santa. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's got Walton Goggins, uh, who's got the most hilarious name in the world. <laughs> Walton Goggins. Yeah. And you'll, you'll recognize him from, uh, from, he was in Ant-Man 2 
and uh, and he was in Justified. Yeah, he was like the main antagonist in Justified. That's what I know him from the most, and uh, fucking loved him. Yeah, in that show, he was in uh, Ant Man. Was it Breaking Bad? He was in some show as a uh, as a woman. See, him being a woman sounds familiar, but I don't know. I didn't really see Breaking Bad. What the what the fuck show is that? But he's great. I mean, he's done bit parts in so many things, and it wasn't until Justified where I actually learned his name because you know he he got center stage, you know, playing one of the uh, shit Crowders. Yeah, Boyd Crowder. Yeah, Boyd. That's right. Yeah, I only ever saw the first two, maybe three seasons, but I think it ran for like five. I've I've been wanting to get get back into it, get Angelina into it because I I loved that show. That's what it was. It was Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, yeah. In Sons of Anarchy, he played he he played like a trans you know a trans woman, and uh, I think he was like a prostitute or some shit. Awesome. <laughs> it was it was fucking brilliant in that too. But uh, yeah, it looks cool. He's out to kill fucking Santa Claus, and it looks like they have a big epic like gun battle in the end. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It looks like it's gonna be violent as fuck, vulgar as fuck, and. Uh, santa claus action movie fuck yeah yeah and still still funny though like it, it had it had plenty puns yeah. you know him talking about like what was it so the very end of the trailer was something about like if it was blitz and he'd taken your nuts off or something like that yeah oh. yeah so uh i'm excited about that yeah so stoked it'd be nice if i could see it in a theater but uh we'll see you're not gonna see it at the regal nope no you are not um, and I guess the other trailer that we saw was for um, Amazon Prime's Invincible animated series. Yeah, and you've talked about that comic before. I have not read it, but you showed me the trailer, and uh, it looks interesting. Yeah, the the style visually is very much sort of in the vein of like uh, like the Young Justice style yeah. and some of those Justice League animated movies that weren't um, anime inspired. I've heard that it will keep the violence of the comic book in it. That it's not for kids. Well, it showed a couple of clips of him like about to smash somebody's head. So that's, it's reasonably violent. Yeah. Like literally between his hands, squish a head. Yeah, man, that, that comic book was bloody as shit. And, you know, we can trust Amazon to, to be willing to put content like that out after the boys. Yeah. Yeah. It, it animated. It looks it's kind of weird seeing that much blood animated like that. Uh, yeah. It's like Young Justice didn't have very much blood in it at all. No. <laughs> well, in season three, people actually died. That was interesting. Yeah. Didn't get their heads smashed, though. No, no. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, in, in the comic book, like, people just get drenched with blood. Like, it, it seems like, like a totally unrealistic amount of blood, but it's fucking awesome. It's a good visual. Yeah, I like... When it's done semi-realistically, where, like, you do something and blood would get all over you, and then, like, it kind of stays on you. You're not all nice and clean in the next scene. Yeah. You know, like, it makes sense. Like, if you, you know, if you punch a hole in somebody, you're going to have a bunch of blood on you. There's going to be a lot of blood. And it's it's not just going to go away. Well, and, and you know, we we mentioned the boys. I finally saw the uh, the season finale of Boys Season 2. Speaking of blood yeah. all over you that doesn't go away. There is a little bit of blood in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I in mean, all of the episodes. I don't, I don't know how great that episode, like, like it, 
it was good. Like at least it capped it capped off the the story better than season one because that was one of my gripes. Yeah, it definitely did give you some closure on some stuff. Yeah, I just I feel like uh, like some characters, especially Stormfront, like in fact, like all the all the ladies, you know, Stormfront, Starlight, Queen Maeve. Um, uh, was it Kimiko? I can't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, they all have kind of nebulous power sets. Like I was watching, I was like wait, should that person be able to take that hit? Or like, is that person powerful enough to do that? I, I don't know. It, it was, it was kind of weird to me how, like at the end of the day, I don't really know how powerful any of them are. Yeah. They all kind of have like generic superhero toughness. Yeah. And, um, so I guess if you're a soup, you're, you're like semi invincible or at least they are. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought overall the season ended out pretty well. I mean, I, I it kind of came to some decent closure. I'm trying to figure out a way to talk without spoiling too much, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm not sure it completely made sense for me, but uh, it's acceptable. I'm willing to take it and move on. Yeah, and we, and we know a season three is on the way. There was a Jensen Ackles from Supernatural was teasing that he's going to be playing Soldier Boy in season three, which is like their uh, Captain America analog. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, that. I'll be back. Yeah, I think it's doing very well for Amazon, so yeah. they're going to keep keep on rolling. I mean, it's doing well enough that they were going to do a spinoff, so can't imagine they would end the main series. Yeah. They, I mean, they haven't resolved the, the main storyline. Story yeah. And, and Homelander's and, still there, so. And there's, a, there's talk that Homelander is, let's say he's on a, he's on a path. He's, he's on a descending path, so. Well, and they have said, because you were talking about how, like, you read the book, so you know, like, you knew how oh, yeah, yeah no, ended, but they've said that they're not going to end it the same way. Yeah, it, it, the ending got spoiled for me, and, I mean, ah, shit, no, I shouldn't spoil it, just in case they decide to double back on it. But, yeah, from what I've seen so far in this season, like, since uh, since that time, it's definitely not the case. So, we'll see. They have proven They have proven the comic book to not be the source for this. Yeah, they're kind of taking the spirit of it, which is what you should do with adaptations, unless you think you can do something really faithful. Yeah, I mean, I think Stormfront was a dude in the comics, so I don't I don't think uh, Homelander was, was fucking Stormfront, but maybe. Yeah. Hmm. It's Garth Ennis. Nothing's off the table. Yeah. Literally nothing. Yeah. And it's the new millennium. If Thor and Superman want to fuck, they can. Oh, come, come on, Marvel and DC. Team up. Make that a thing. There's your crossover for your new uh, DC Black Label. Adult comics. They would kill so many people. Yeah. <laughs> Just get too intense. They did announce uh, that uh, The Expanse Season 5 is coming back on December 16th, and I am super excited about that. Oh, yeah. I think you've mentioned that to me in the past, and I, I've I've heard of the series. Oh, yeah, because you were talking about how, how they... They make hard sci-fi accessible, right? I mean, I guess it's probably accessible. It's pretty accessible, and it's just done so... I mean, it is probably my absolute favorite sci-fi series right now. I mean, it is ap- It's just so good. They do sci-fi right, in my opinion. Like, if you're going to do hard sci-fi, that's how it should be done. Uh, like, space is an antagonist. Because space wants to kill you. That's right, and that's what you said. Yeah, I I told I told the little one that uh, a couple weeks ago, 
and it really bummed her out. And Angelina was like, dude, she wants to be an astronaut. Like, why are you, why are you telling her that space actively wants to kill her? I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, Whoops. I mean, it's space. It doesn't actively want to do anything, but, um, you are not made to live there. Yeah. So you're not welcome. You have to really, really actively try to not die while yeah. you're there. But no, it's, it's freaking excellent. It's got space and physics stuff. That's really cool. You know, it's got a, a good core storyline and a bunch of very satisfying side storylines that kind of tie together and and move throughout throughout the series. Uh, the characters are really well done. They're all well fleshed out and and like whole characters. Uh, it's just it's I, I guess it's based on a, a book series. Oh, really? I have not read it. Um, I'm not sure I want to because I enjoy the show a lot. So I don't want to like read yeah. ahead and like spoil anything for myself because the show's great. Yeah. And I remember the last time we talked about it, it was uh, like right around the same time, a couple other people had recommended it to me. Like I had totally forgotten about that, but I, I didn't get into it until like near the end of season three. Cause I had a bunch of people tell me you need to watch this. It's the best show ever. Like three people tell me that it was the best show ever. So I was like, okay, that carries some weight. That's a, and I don't know if it's the best show ever, but it's fucking good. <laughs> it's not the worst show no, ever. It, 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 I mean, it's in contention. I don't, I mean, uh, best show ever is a pretty big fucking thing. I, yeah. You don't like ranking things to put anything on that sort of, but, but it is, it is definitely my favorite sci-fi show right now. Yeah. Just throw it out. It could be possibly one of the best shows ever. Maybe it's worth your fucking time. If you like sci-fi, I don't know, man, I don't have a lot of time. I'm yep. just kidding. Well, it's worth it. <laughs> well, speaking of coming back, um, we have a new Dexter limited series coming to Showtime. Did you ever watch Dexter? I watched a little bit of it. It was one of those shows, it was another one of those shows that a lot of people told me was really good, except I didn't get around to watching it because it was on Showtime, Showtime. and I didn't have Showtime, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, eventually it popped up on, it was either Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember. I don't think it's there anymore, but... Back in the day, I bought the seasons at, at uh, you know, Dimple Records when they were still open, just found them cheap, and I devoured that series. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I'm sure for everybody who's watched Dexter, this is going to be a tired old thing, but, you know, after season four, the quality really dropped. I think it ran for eight seasons total, but the first four seasons were fucking brilliant. Well, and that was one of those things for me where... Like people told me it was really good, but I didn't have Showtime, and I wasn't about to get Showtime. Yeah, just to watch it, and uh, I think I remember it coming out on, yeah, it was Netflix or something. I think it was Netflix because I I think I had access to it. But there was eight seasons, and it was like that's a fucking commitment. It's big, and uh, I wasn't ready to commit. I wasn't ready to put a ring on it, so I did not do it. Well, another old tired uh, tired comment about the Dexter series is it ended really shitty. So. You could just stop after season four. You wouldn't have any resolution, but you'd have four good seasons of, of content. If I'd known that, I might have watched it. Yeah, Michael C. Hall is coming back. Uh, I think the original showrunner is involved as well. So here goes nothing, I guess. Uh, I think it's going to be a 12-episode limited series. Is it continuing where the original series left off, or is it doing like a side story? I imagine it's continuing, because, I mean... If it's still got the got the same character of Dexter and 
they're coming back for yeah i'd be shocked if it was uh if it was either a reboot or something where he was like narrating his early years or something you get enough of that in the series anyway yeah yeah and they they i mean the the shitty finale left it open-ended like it totally could pick up anytime spoilers i guess yeah not really i have no idea what that means yeah so you've spoiled nothing for me um i guess another news i guess so i want a good segue <laughs> so in other entertainment news <laughs> <laughs> that's a broad segue as you're ever gonna get right there there was a bit of a Star Trek announcement. I guess there, there's a new show called Star Trek Prodigy mm-hmm. that's coming to Nickelodeon. It's a, you know, CG animated show. Um, which For kids, it seems. Uh, if it's on Nickelodeon, I presume so. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of adults that watch SpongeBob, so maybe they're aiming <laughs> it at them. They're bringing back uh, Kate Mulgrew as Janeway in it. And that's, I mean, that's cool. I like, like, I love Janeway. She's probably my second favorite starfleet captain who's your first rank them oh it's, it's picard okay i fucking love next generation who's your third honestly it's probably um scott bacula no nothing no uh uh deep space nine uh ben, cisco cisco ben cisco i can remember ben that's my <laughs> name but i couldn't yeah. fucking remember cisco but yeah it's probably cisco and he took a while to grow on me but the end of that series was so fucking good yeah but anyway so that's kind of cool. Like, it, it, like it's neat that she's coming back, but um, I don't know if I'm going to watch a Star Trek kids show on Nickelodeon or not. Yeah. I haven't seen anything about the show other than they announced that it's a thing. I guess a bunch of kids find a derelict starship and then fly it around the galaxy. Is oh, the that's right. The show? I, I was listening to you watch that trailer. And, and when they were talking about that, it sounded like I, I thought they were doing like a reboot of like the explorers from when we were kids with like Ethan Hawke and uh, a couple other dudes that are that were names. I don't know. It's been a lot of years since I thought about that movie. I don't even know what that is. That one where they like find that like orb and they fly all over the place. Will Wheaton may have been one of them, actually. Maybe River Phoenix, too. Oh, that's a talk for a while i gotta look it up crew but uh i also it's cool that she's coming back uh like i saw the video with her in it and uh she does not look like she has definitely she's got like gray hair and uh time makes us all old (laughs) 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 that's fucking deep yeah it was weird because i i don't think i've seen her in anything since then yeah, I definitely haven't. Yeah, I can't think of anything that she's been around, so I don't know what she's been doing. She just, uh, I guess, retired from Starfleet and has been hanging out at her house. But uh, so I guess that's cool. But uh, we'll we'll see if it's any good. Okay. Apparently, it's uh, it's River Phoenix and Ethan Hawke and one other dude named Jason Presson. So I thought you said Jason Presley. I was like, I know who that guy is. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, fucking. Jason Priestley from uh, 90210. Yeah. Shit. In other TV news, uh, coming to HBO Max is Green Lantern Corps. We we already knew about that, but uh, some news had dropped. You know, they're about to go into production. And um, Geekosity broke the news uh, earlier this week, I believe, that, or I don't know if they broke it. Yeah, I think they did break it. But that's at least where I, my source that the characters that are going to be featured in this series, are you ready for this? Green Lantern Corps. So these are, yeah, these are the Green Lanterns that are going to be there. Yeah. Should and I guess which ones they are? Like, I mean, I'm sure Kilowog is going to be there, right? Kilowog is one of them. 
Um, Wait, let me see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six that were uh, that were named. So Kilowog. Is Sinestro the villain? He is not the villain, but he is there. Oh, is he still a good... Is this like before he went bad? Possibly. I mean, they didn't say whether or not he's the villain, but I imagine if they're throwing Sinestro in, you're going to watch his descent. He's he's clearly... Yeah. We all know where he goes. Yeah. Um, you're two for two. Is Hal Jordan there, or is this all pre-Hal Jordan then, if it's before Sinestro goes bad? Not sure if it's pre-Hal Jordan, but I'm taking that as a guess, and eh, no Hal Jordan. No Hal Jordan, okay. You got you got one wrong. Don't get two more. Um, you poor thing, you're set up for failure. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember the the names of the, like the weird uh, I will give eyeball you a, guy. I'll give you a hint, and, and Chip the squirrel is not there. Neither is Nort the dog. What about the eyeball guy? No. Nobody knows the name of the eyeball guy. <laughs> you really wasted a guess on eyeball guy. Of all the things you can say, eyeball guy. Um, yeah, I think I'm dry. What the fuck? Uh, well, uh, fucking uh, dude that gave Hal Jordan the ring. What's the fuck's that guy's name? Um, oh, Abin Sir? Abin Sir. No, eh. No, okay. no Abin Sir. There's your three. Guy Gardner, you son of a bitch. Well, then it's definitely not pre-Hal Jordan. <laughs> I, I don't imagine it is. Wait, Sinestro but. has been like a fucking super bad dude by the time Guy Gardner shows up. Oh, whatever. Like, this timeline's all fucked up. <laughs> um, and then also uh, the the two-parter or two-member uh, Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz. I have no idea who either of those people yeah, are. Yeah, that's why I said you were set up for failure. Um, they they took prominence during like the, uh, the Rebirth event for the most part. Uh, Jessica Cruz was... She she held on like the uh the Earth 3 crime syndicate's like power ring. She was they they like used her as a villain in that and then she became a Green Lantern, but she's really scared of things. And then Simon Baz was a um fuck, I can't remember exactly his countries of origin, but he was Middle Eastern and he was a Muslim. And um and that that was a big thing in the Green Lantern books that you know, it was the first Muslim superhero or something, I don't know. Um, he, he also carried a gun. I feel like, I don't know. Was it like a will manifested green gun? For some reason, I feel like it wasn't, but that wouldn't make any sense at all. Why not? Why couldn't you, you manifest a gun? I mean, like green no, no, no. What I'm saying is that. it wouldn't make any sense that he would carry a real gun when he's got a power ring. Oh, right. Yeah. No, it wouldn't make any sense at yeah. all. Like, I mean, you couldn't go through metal detectors, like power ring. You could walk right into a federal building and just psh, manifest a gun. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't remember much of either of their stories because I didn't really uh, read the book at that time. But they were like a, a little like they were they were like partners in the in the Earth precinct sort of thing, Sector Two Eight One Four. Um, and I don't what know. time period was that? This was like five years ago. No, I mean like I, I guess they, or they are just on an alternate Earth. Not necessarily. I think they're they're playing fast and loose with the with the continuity because apparently they are because Sinestro's not a bad guy. Guy Gardner's hanging around, and these people that obviously came way after Guy Gardner are contemporaries now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, for all, uh, yeah. I guess maybe Sinestro could be the fucked up. I don't know. I mean, they could be jumping around in time too because they're going to feature different uh, different characters in different episodes. Um, and then the last one there is none other than Alan Scott. Fucking going way back. Yeah. The OG Green Lantern, not part of the core. So I, I'm actually really stoked that they're mixing in some non-core Green Lantern lore. 
They've got to like, like skip around time then or some shit. Yeah. I hope he, I hope he has the cape and the fucking lantern and the whole nine, man. He he better. I'd be shocked if he did. He's not just some dude named Alan Scott. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan S- Scott, uh, Coast City uh, real estate investor. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, there's a little bit of news there. I I mean, HBO Max. I've said it before. They're gonna get my money when this series drops. So cool. But When's it, is 2021 sometime or further? Maybe. Unknown at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. Because all the fucking DC movies got pushed back, and Black Adam got taken off the slate altogether. No shit. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Wonder Woman eighty four as well. But I guess I'll touch on that later. Oh no, yes. Good time for a segue. I guess, but it's part of rumor mill. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, Mortal Kombat eleven. We we talked about them last time when they added. RoboCop. Yeah. Drop so they, it. So they've got RoboCop. They've got uh, the Terminator, Arnold. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've just announced that they're now adding Rambo. Fuck yeah. I still have not bought Mortal Kombat 11, and I feel like I should have because those are like three of the hugest icons from my childhood that mm-hmm. I can play in a fighting game uh, with uh, like all the other people that are in Mortal Kombat that are also fucking icons from my childhood like just but mortal Kombat icons yeah the reveal video was pretty cool it wasn't quite as cool as the robocop one. Oh, there's a video i didn't oh yeah oh i didn't see the video i just saw the headline and i guess they they stallone came in and did like facial captures and all the voice the voices and shit so like it's legit and uh that's fucking cool oh i am so fucking stoked i i imagine it's like rambo 3 rambo yeah yeah absolutely fucking shirtless Little headband thing yeah, tied around headband. him. Yeah, fucking one-handing a fucking minigun. Ah, yeah. yeah, that's badass. So, uh, yeah, it's not uh, John Rambo Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked for or that. Or Last Blood Rambo. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. He he's got the hair. Yeah, that's that's good because that you know it's it's such a trivial, stupid little thing, but like. Yeah, in in Last Blood, when he when he had a nor- he had a Rocky haircut, and he looked like fucking Rocky. He did not look like Rambo. Like, just give him some longer hair. Give him a headband. Why not? Put his headband on his cowboy hat. I don't give a shit. But you know, when, when there's so many, or when there's so few defining features of a character, you know that that it's yeah. just Stallone. Yeah, it'd be like if if Chris Reeve was playing Clark Kent without glasses and his hair slicked like he just looked like christopher reeve yeah well did i call him chris like i like he's my casual friend buddy chris yeah you wish (laughs) yeah no shit i guess speaking of people playing things oh there we go nailed it uh news dropped this week that jamie fox is coming back as electro in spider-man 3 interesting um did anyone like Electro in his last sp- movie incarnation? I, I don't I, think, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess if they put him in a green leotard with giant yellow lightning bolts coming off of his head, arms, and feet, I will be happy. But I don't think they're going to do that. No, probably not. Because <laughs> Electro's got one of the more ridiculous costumes <laughs> in spider in. In comic bookdom, really, but yeah. in Spider-Man, for, like, of his villains, 
Electro is pretty fucking ridiculous. Looking. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, I don't know how you make that look cool in real life. <laughs> well, he did reveal at least that he's not going to be blue this time like he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's something, as, you know, if he's more green and or yellow, like if he's got like a green suit with like yellow arcs of electricity coming off of it, okay. Yeah. That could be cool. Well, and, and Marvel's pretty good about... Uh, designing a costume that harkens back to the original, but still updates it enough. Like, like even the Mysterio suit in uh, yeah. in uh, I thought the Mysterio suit Far From Home, fucking cool. Yeah, and it looked like Mysterio. It was undoubtedly Mysterio. Yeah, absolutely. It had the the globe head and the little scaly stuff on the suit, mm-hmm. and the little eyeball clasps, and he had a big ass purple cape. Like it didn't look stupid. Mysterio's a little easier than Electro, though. It's it's hard to make Electro not look stupid. Like, if you saw someone wearing that costume, you'd be like, that is a ridiculous costume, dude. Yeah, I mean, if they took, like, if if they still gave him the same mask, but, like, took the lightning bolts and sort of, like, arced them backwards and made them a little more stubby and not just, like, giant lightning bolts spiking out from his face like a fucking electric starfish, then uh, I think it'd be possible. Or if they made him actual, like, electricity. Well, I think they were trying to do something like that with uh, with Amazing Spider-Man 2, like giving him that glow. Yeah, well, they failed. I didn't mind his look so much, but, you know, the movie did not uh, do it any favors. Well, yeah, they, they just, like Rhino didn't look good in that either. Oh, shit. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. Just, just put a guy in a big Rhino onesie with a hole where the face goes. That's all you got to do. Yeah, CGI a giant leathery body on Paul Giamatti. Keep him in the role. Why not? This is such a weird casting choice. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, here we go. Get some of that fucking superhero money. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I'll I'll polish up my Russian accent. Man. Um, So I guess, uh, speaking of uh, electricity. Yeah. A paper came out that they, uh, some guys developed, uh, I believe they, oh geez, I didn't write it down. I think they might have been, I don't know what university they were at. College University. Yeah, they developed the first room temperature superconductor, which is fucking cool. Like, superconductors are rad. Basically, we use a lot of semiconductors because they're, they're, they're pretty cool, but they're not super. No, they're only, like, kind of conductors. Yes, yeah, so the, the two neatest things about superconductors is there's zero electrical resistance when uh, power flows through them, which is nuts. Okay. That it can do that. Take the, your word for the it. The even cooler one is that it expels any magnetic field, which means if uh, you make it make something superconductive in range of a magnet, it'll just fucking float there. So is that what those uh, what those like tracks are, where where they have to like super freeze the semiconductors yep. and and then they can like move for the maglev like, per- tracks? Yeah, like perpetual motion. Or like if you saw the the hoverboard videos that were out a few years yeah, ago, yeah, they, like, But they had to like fill, you know, they put the skateboard somewhere and like put a like a block of wood in between it and the 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 floor, the metal floor, and then they'd pour liquid nitrogen in it to cool it down as cold as they could get it, mm-hmm. and then they'd pull the wood out and it would just float there. And those are semiconductors, right? Those are superconductors. Oh, those it, were super. It, yeah, okay. if it gets magnetically locked, it's a superconductor. But as soon as it warms up above, like most of those those ones, like the ones they were using in those videos need to be at like negative 45 degrees Celsius. They need to be fucking cold. Mm-hmm. And previously, the highest temperature that they could get them to work at was like eight degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. And so these guys got one to work at um, 15 degrees Celsius 
which is about 58 degrees Fahrenheit. Shit. Which is uh, still not quite room temperature. Like the paper no. was like room temperature. Semi- like n- n- if you have climate control, your room's not 58 degrees, no. dude. Then, like, like your dad would love that, but not yeah. most people. Yeah, no one's setting their fucking heat to 58 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of room temperature, I'm thinking like, 68 degrees maybe yeah i was thinking like 72 yeah somewhere in that range um so it's close to that they used uh carbonaceous sulfur hydride oh well of course here's the other two caveats to this now it's cool because it's a research thing that like they can do this now they just need to figure out how to like scale it up and yeah make, just build on it make a few other things so the, the the caveats here is that they were working on on like a piece of material the size you know in like the picometer scale which is very small it's, you know, like one times 10 to the 12th. Small. I understand that. Uh, so basically like point twelve zeros one. Okay. Meters. So very, very small. Yeah. Teeny tiny. Like, you know, a thousand times smaller than a nanometer. <laughs> it's very fucking small. Fuck. They got, and they got it by basically putting that in between two diamonds with a little cavity in it where they could press the diamonds together. And create enough pressure to get it done. Because it also needs to be at uh, 39 million pounds per square inch. Which is... uh, It's a lot. Significant. Yeah. But it's cool that they found a material they do. I mean, they just keep tweaking it, figure out how to do it at lower pressures and Mm -hmm. higher temperatures and muck around with it. Because if they could get something that at atmospheric pressure and, you know, actual room temperature... Fucking, you could have, you know, maglev trains, frictionless, mm-hmm. you know, conveyance. You could have the hoverboard from, uh, it'd still have to be over like a metal surface or something with some sort of magnetic field. But I guess the earth has a magnetic field to some degree. It's just not very See? strong. See, just not, wait a few more years. They'll figure it out. It's probably not strong enough to support it. I don't know. Maybe. I yeah, it's wh- magnetically locked. Who knows? Yeah. Fuck your theory. I want, I want fucking maglev shoes and shit. Mm-hmm. Like walk up walls or something, you know, I don't know. I want a fucking super train that'll take me to LA in, in 35 minutes. Yeah. And if they could make like transmission lines on, you know, like power transmission lines out of a superconductive material, it would save a ton of, there's like huge amounts of voltage loss over like long range power transmission. Oh man. They, they better not come up with that technology. Thomas Edison's uh, ancestors will come and fuck you up. Fuck them. And uh, I guess another science-y related news? Yeah, totally. The wonderful fellows over at Hacksmith, uh, I don't know if you follow their YouTube channel at all. They I make don't. some cool-ass shit. They have made yet another lightsaber. So, like, they've made a couple lightsabers before, where or, like, lightsaber analogs, where basically they took, um, you know, like, a tungsten rod and wrapped, wrapped wire around it and made the wire, like, 3,000 degrees so they could cut through fucking, you know, steel and shit. Yeah. And, uh, they're, yeah, they're cool, but, uh, they weren't lightsabers. They were really hot wire sabers. Yeah. They're like plasma sabers. Is neat. And so they took that criticism and they made a, uh, a proper plasma lightsaber. Convenient for them, fire is made of plasma. Oh, shit. So they basically took a really fancy torch that, uh, you know, uses like laminar flow of gases to make a big ass flame big super hot flame and made uh what for all intents and purposes looks like a lightsaber it's, i guess they call it it's a proto saber because it has an exter- external power source yeah yeah like I, I saw that video dude was wearing like a backpack 
Yeah, because it, it uses propane and oxygen, but it produces a 4,000 degree thing of plasma. And, you know, it doesn't cut as fast as a lightsaber does in the movies, but uh, they cut through like a steel door and a stormtrooper and fucking mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. And a foam wall. Yeah, the foam wall was kind of light. Like, yeah. that was like the first But they thing. even called themselves out. Yeah, I was like, eh, that's not really a wall. But like, you know, quarter inch plate steel, it cut through it. Yeah. Not quick. No. But uh, that was badass when they ran it through that stormtrooper, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they stabbed you with it, it would fuck you up. Yeah, it would go right through me. 4,000 degrees on you is bad. <laughs> so uh, it would do the fucking trick. You're not going to like, if you were fighting somebody with one, though, you're, you know, it's fire. So your blades would just go right through each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the, it wouldn't be like sword fighting. I don't know how that works. Out. Yeah, but, they wouldn't have the, the solid mass. Yeah, I, I don't think anything will. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty rad. I'll, I'll put the the link in the show notes. It looks pretty cool. But th- they made all kinds of cool shit. They made, like, Captain America's shield and fucking, they made a solid tungsten, like, Mjolnir. Oh, cool. Yeah. Wasn't as heavy as, like, a, you know, dwarf star or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't ancient Uru metal forged by trolls. No. But, uh, it did weigh, like, I think, like, 110 pounds in a fucking hammer. Damn. Some fucking stupid heavy. You'll split ahead with that. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that is, that's all for news. So uh, we can go off to the old rumor mill if you want. Yeah, sure. Why not? Or if I want. I guess you want. <laughs> um, just to touch on a couple things that, uh, that we mentioned earlier. One is uh, Wonder Woman 84. Um, when DC or Warner Brothers announced that, uh, that they were pushing back their release dates like the batman got pushed back to like march of 2022 um black adams off the slate now wonder woman 84 ww84 was suspiciously kind of missing right now you know i think it was slated to come out in december sounds right there are rumors swirling now that it's going to go to streaming which a couple months ago you know the filmmakers in the studio denied that like yeah they poo-pooed it pretty hard yeah explicitly like it, it was there were no bones about it so i don't know we'll see then regal shut down and like their number of theaters they could show it in uh, and there's been some a few decent successes on on streaming oh yeah uh like i mean nothing that big i don't think though like bill and ted i think like made its money back and more and uh See, I heard Mulan was not a success for for Disney Plus, and that and that sort of scared studios away from at least high budget. So, for all we know, the model will just change. I also heard that Mulan was not good. That might be part of it. Yeah, I mean, you make a bad movie and uh, it doesn't do well. It's hard to blame the platform. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if it's opening weekend box office that you're looking at, you know, and it's something like Disney, and it's one of their huge properties like i don't know i mean yeah word of mouth if it sucks then then you know people aren't going to go see it but if if it did disappointing numbers on like on release then that that that's a that's an indicator that would scare people away because disney is fucking disney yeah you know that doesn't surprise me though because i just don't think there's the same draw in like when you can watch it anytime you want on your tv it does an opening night doesn't mean the same as it does in a movie theater. You know, yeah. that's an event. That's something you're going to go you're going to go do whereas when it's on demand on your TV anytime you want, you know, fucking wait till whenever to do it. You know, you got shit to do. You're a busy person. 
Yeah, I think they were hoping or depending on on people being starved for content. You know, they're like, okay, yeah, like we have to get this $30 Disney movie right away. That makes Disney Plus's strategies make more sense then because they've been starving people with Disney Plus of content. Oh, (laughs) shots fired. (laughs) In other... uh, news that was touched on earlier we're uh, we're talking spider-man 3 spider-man home worlds there have been a whole shit ton of rumors dropping that in fact earlier this week it was reported from uh, from some sources you know close to close to sony of course that toby mcguire and andrew garfield were back that they were coming in for cameos it's since been downplayed um sony came out and made a statement that it was like you know nothing nothing's been signed which was awfully cryptic so they they didn't say like fuck you guys we're not doing that but there uh there's awfully uh persistent rumors that that they are actively seeking mcguire and andrew garfield for uh for spider-man at least cameos in this third one which as spider-man though or like stan lee cameos where they're like driving a bus as Spider-Man, because uh, we, we, like coming out of Scarlet Witch and then going into Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, like there's all these rumors that, you know, both Marvel and DC are going to be doing all this multiversal things, you know, with lots of different versions of their characters. And um, apparently uh, it's it's been reported that Doctor Strange is going to be in the third Spider-Man movie as well, which is going to come out just before multiverse of madness. Into the Spider-Verse was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, rightly so, because it's, it's a fucking good movie. Fantastic. I think that's like one of my daughter's favorite movies right now. She will literally watch that movie anytime. I wish she would watch that anytime. Again. She won't watch any movie I want to watch, but if I suggest that it's fucking on, she'll watch the shit out of it. She loves that. Well, fuck. I should suggest it next time I come over and she's watching some fucking bullshit anime. Yeah, you should. She'll probably change it. She fucking loves that movie. And I think maybe they figured out, like, fandoms love to pick favorites. Like, everyone's got their favorite version of Spider-Man and their favorite Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they can't go wrong if they just put them all in one movie. Yeah. Like, it's got everybody's favorite Spider-Man in it. Yeah. Like, nobody's like, I'm a fucking Tom Holland fan. Don't you fucking dare put cameos by previous Spider-Man in yeah, here. Right. You motherfucks. Like, everyone's excited about that. More, more is better. Yeah. Uh as long as it's a good story. Like if they just think they can throw a bunch of Spider-Man in there and not have an interesting story or kind of phone that in or just ride the coattails of Into the Spider-Verse, uh, it may be disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'd love to see it personally. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Yeah. In other rumors, I mean, this this one isn't even very persistent, but... Um, I saw that uh, Jim Carrey is reportedly being eyed for the Joker role in the Batman series, like the upcoming The Batman movies. I'm not sure what I think about that. Um, Like Jim Carrey of the mid 90s. Like Riddler Jim Carrey? Yeah. I'd be like, no, fuck no. That'll be awful. But uh he hasn't been around in a while, and he's done a lot more dramatic roles and, mm-hmm. and things in in later years. That uh, he's got a lot more range than he did during the Ace Ventura days. Yeah, so I'd be willing to entertain it. Uh, I don't think I would go into it with super high expectations, though. 
Yeah, and for me, I, I think it would really come down to how the character's written. Yeah. You know, if it's written serious and like, like I would love to see like a somber, like almost sad Joker played by Jim Carrey, who's just like compelled to do these things, but like not goofy off the wall, like fucking no. Riddler Jim Carrey. I think it would be, it would be very interesting to see a disturbed Joker played by Jim Carrey. But what, what has Jim Carrey done in a while? Uh, he had that, uh, that fucking show on a channel that was something I don't remember. <laughs> it, it was like a, like a premium channel, I think, uh, may have been stars or HBO, but he was like a, uh, like a kid's show host and fuck, I can't remember what it was called, but it was kind of, it was dark. Interesting. But, yeah. I don't know. Not heard anything about that. Yeah. He wrote a book that sounds really interesting. It's, it's, uh, it's like a novel or. It seems like it is a novel, even though it's, I can't remember the name of the title, but it's like title a memoir, but like it's got him in the book, but it's like a fictionalized or like semi fictionalized version of like real people in it. I I saw some interviews with him a few years ago and he, he seemed like he maybe wasn't in a great place. He was unwell. Yeah. Yeah. And so hopefully he's gotten past that and he's feeling better. Yeah, over this last week, I'd listened to episodes of uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend and uh, Mark Maron's podcast that he was on. And in one of them, he sort of made like like a, like an offhand reference to that time. And it sounded like it sounded like it was half like he was in a bad place and half like he was trying something that didn't work out because he's since left that behind. Hmm. You know, but yeah, he was very much like the this is all artificial, you know, like a very, yeah, very unwell. Yeah. Person. It, yeah. He, he had some awkward, like red carpet interviews, which I mean, he probably had to shake off the, I mean, he was pretty, I guess, typecast. I mean, he was definitely, he definitely had a, a, a role type in the nineties. Yeah. And, and he shook some of that off with like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind and the Truman show to probably a lesser degree. Yeah. He was still a little goofy in that, but it was a more serious role than fucking Dumb and Dumber or something. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. And he, I mean, he even came back to do the Dumb and Dumber sequel, you know, all these years later. Like, I bet he really didn't want to. No, probably not. Spinning out of uh, out of that news, uh, some more Batman news. I stumbled upon oh, yeah, something that uh, that there there are claims out there that the Batman production is in some serious turmoil right now. The reports are that Robert Pattinson is incredibly difficult to work with, and he's putting Matt Reeves through the ringer. Apparently, I mean, some some people are saying that the uh, that the coronavirus scare that stopped production for a month or so was total bullshit, and that he showed up on set after the quarantine, having not like worked out or prepared for the role, and was just fucking skinny and apparently the reports say matt reeves lost his shit and shut down production they said it was corona and and the the intent was that pattinson was to go work out and bulk up so he didn't look so ridiculous when you know when stuntmen were uh were filling in for scenes and then all of a sudden they're just huge and he's not and you know they took their coronavirus break and reports are that they came back and he still had not worked out at all and, and that Matt Reeves is just trying to like, it's just like, fuck it. Like, let's just 
do the movie, I guess. Yeah, we'll just CGI some muscles on this guy. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. it's really, really interesting. Um, I, I remember a quote, like, I don't know if it was Twitter or what, but um, Robert Pattinson was like, talking back in like may or something about about working out and about how he didn't want to work out and shit and how uh i remember a couple other um outlets picking up on that and just being like i like john campy i remember him going on a fucking rant and a half about robert pattinson not uh not taking the role seriously if he's just going to be like out there talking about how like nah fuck that so uh he's got to bulk up a bit you know i i as much as I don't want there to be like, you know, a failed Batman franchise and another restart a few years later, like this is so interesting to me. Like I, it's really interesting hearing about one of these giant productions and some actor just being like, nah, fuck you. And like, this is a huge, like billion dollar franchise. They've got three movies planned. And it's like, what happens like after this movie, do they recast, you know, does Matt Reeves just fucking throw in the towel and be like, no, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm 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 a filmmaker. I can go make other movies. It's uh this this is I mean or it could be nothing. But this yeah. is just super titillating to me. Like this is very fun. I mean, are there any other like pics of Robert Pattinson where he's not looking buff? Like does he just look like normal dude Pattinson? See, there were a lot of set photos that came out this week because production's back on and like looking at it like he looks pretty fucking skinny. Like he's got, he's got some, he's got a fucking gap between his collar and his neck and like his cheeks are kind of sunken in, but that's also, you know, his face, but he does not look bulky at all, which I mean, and, and to a degree, if I were Rob, Robert Pattinson, I'm like, I'm wearing this fucking bulky armor suit. Like what? That's Batman. You know, like I, I don't, I don't have to have muscles under this armor suit. Unless they have like a scene where he takes his shirt off. Yeah, they'll just they'll just deep fake his head on a on a stunt man's body. Yeah, I mean they can do that. I mean, and Matt Reeves did a lot of mocap work on his uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, and it, it's a young Batman, so I mean he doesn't need to be like Frank Miller big or anything. Yeah, he doesn't have to be Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, Ben Affleck's Batman was fucking huge. Yeah, he doesn't need to be anywhere near that big, but he needs to not look like some puny little shrimp too. Yeah, and he also needs to. Fucking not tell the director to fuck off if if that's what he did. Like that's oof. That's not that's not good for your career. That's not a good look. Yeah. Well fuck it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be watching this with, with bated breath. I'm really excited because I think it would be really interesting if if this production just like had tons of fucking drama. I need drama in my life. Which is too bad because it looks like it could like I like the detective angle they're going at like yeah the from what I know of the the story and the the script and what they're trying to do it sounds cool so I'd like that to succeed yeah but you know what the fuck are you gonna do you know what if he's not gonna have a fucking oval on his chest get him the fuck out of here <laughs> let's try a different filmmaker who's gonna gonna give us some fucking killer croc and ki- uh, clay face and uh, and a yellow oval around that fucking bat what i want some underwear on the outside shit hey john i got one more piece of news for you Ooh, what you got we got a voicemail oh no shit yeah i had no idea (laughs) so uh yeah you want to listen to it yeah let's do it hey guys chris from the movie seller here 
Um, couple things. Uh, first, it took me forever how to spell orc turd because I had no idea what you guys were talking about. I <laughs> told you, motherfucker. Dan, and before he could get he could get back to me, I figured it out. So here I am. Second of all, after John said, "What do you want to talk about?" I tried talking to your voicemail. So good job, John. You got me. <laughs> hey guys, um, I'm just calling because I'm slow at getting through uh, the podcast that I enjoy at the moment. Uh, because of COVID-19, my job has hit the shitter. Uh, for the, if you guys don't remember, I'm a full-time DJ uh, in entertainment. Uh, I do all kinds of cool stuff with Troy Booth and whatever, but that is not why I'm here. My job has hit the shitter. And uh, since I've been back out and working, I've been able to start plugging away at some of the episodes um, that you guys have put out, um, you know, struggling artists and some others that you guys have mentioned on your show. So I just want to thank you. Uh, meeting you guys has been fantastic. Uh, you know, we haven't actually met, and John said 100% that he'd come visit, and then it was 94% or something <laughs> like that. But I feel the same way. Uh, it's cool to have such a community of people that we've never met, but you really feel like you know them. And um, I just want to thank you for being supportive supportive of VHS for T1D, uh, the show, because, you know, we suck, and we're glad that people like it. And, uh, Ben, I do put more editing in than you give me credit for. Uh, and I actually tweeted at you today the reasons why I don't and the reasons why I do do some editing. And, um, yeah, that's it, guys. Keep kicking ass. Uh, very, very, very grateful to have met you guys and uh, fully support your show. And, again, thank you so much. Uh, Producer Chris, as I am known, taking off. See you later, guys. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. That was so sweet. Yeah, that was I awesome. Gotta, I mean, he he sure took you to task. You better stop talking shit. <laughs> no, I love that they do editing light. Like it's great. Yeah. Like it, it makes it feel more personal when those guys are talking to each other. Uh, like when the call drops and Dan just sits there and talks to himself for five minutes while they're trying to get the call back. On. <laughs> well, not five yeah, minutes generally, but. Uh, I also appreciate that uh, that he called out not being not knowing you know exactly what uh, what orc turd is spelled like because I call that out and I, I always get looks from you in the booth. Well, it's an orc's turd. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I guess I'm a big enough nerd that I that I know how to do that. I that that's obvious to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, it's not entirely unreasonable that if we're that if we're broadcasting to geeks that they would know how to spell orc, but. I, I probably only know because I hang out with you. It, it, it's, it may not be that clear that it is orc turd. Like, unless you say it down, like, orc turd. Like, okay, what the fuck is that? What, what is that yeah, word? Yeah, they're like, orchard? <laughs> like, like, a, like an apple orc turd? I don't that, know. That, that's, what, uh, that's what Google in the transcription of the voicemail thought he said was orchard. Oh, <laughs> shit. So, you know, it may be confusing. Yeah, maybe we'll just have to say orc turd like the turd from an orc. Like the thing that comes out of an orc's butt. Yeah, like an Lord of the Rings bad guy taking a shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Chris. That was uh, that was awesome. Yeah, and likewise, we we are super stoked to have met you guys and and to interact and to um, to hang out and chat with. It, it's it's a lot of fun. We need to do another super crossover sometime. We do have something cooking up with them and a bunch of other podcasts for uh, the holidays here, so that'll be fun to mess with too cool thank you more calls see we'll play your call on the air if you want to let us know what you think of our show 
uh, good, bad, ugly, let us know uh, at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook, Geeksploration the Podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, and Twitter at GeeksplorePod. And if you want to call us, you can do that at 916-ORC-TURD. You know how to spell ORC-TURD. O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you enjoy the show, leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. We like that shit. Um, and uh, our theme song for these little ditties is Celebration by Kevin McLeod. That's the one. Competech.com. <laughs> <laughs>